Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation. It is Monday, December the 18th, 2023. So today we're reading from Isaiah chapter 61, verses 1 through 4. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance for our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. They will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, to display his glory. They shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. When we read through Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, sometimes it's hard to tell who is speaking. We have several speakers within the text. Sometimes God speaks directly. Sometimes we hear from a narrator who moves the story along. Sometimes We hear from a prophetic or a priestly character called the suffering servant. This one stands among the people of God and announces the activity of God to them. The servant seems to have one foot in the dark present and one foot in the hope of the future. And sometimes the people of God speak out of their own experience in Isaiah. If you ask me, I'd want the job of the servant who gets to announce the emerging joy. I'd like to be filled with the Spirit of God and empowered to leak good news to the oppressed, the brokenhearted, the captives, and the prisoners. I'd love to tell them God's favor and fortune will land squarely on them and that it will look like justice and comfort. The result will be a total makeover. Instead of smeared black ashes, they will wear floral garlands. Instead of mourning frowns, their foreheads will glisten with anointing oil. Instead of dreary wardrobes of faint-heartedness, they will wear cloaks of celebratory praise. Our culture is well acquainted with before and after pictures. Sometimes it's hard to tell that it's the same subject in the before and after. I've been around a lot of weddings that bring in professional makeup artists and hairdressers for the women. The women who come out of the dressing room look different than the ones who walked in. There is something about getting professional help that makes people feel brand new. And God knows that many among us need professional help. The exiles of Isaiah certainly did. That's why joy radiates from the faces that used to frown. All of this is made possible by a simple announcement that God is on the way to do the makeover work. No wonder Jesus reached for the scroll of Isaiah 61 in his Nazareth hometown synagogue. He read the text to them, sat down, and announced that the scripture was fulfilled by his presence. Read the whole story in Luke chapter 4. 
the suffering servant of God, had appeared to offer makeovers to all who were interested. There weren't many takers that day. Maybe it will be different for you today. Yeah, so this is a, a great text that reminds us, first of all, that God comes into our mess and God is the one who can change us, who can make us over, if you will. That God is the one who brings about transformation and that our attempts to bring about our own transformation have miserably failed. On that day in Nazareth that he refers to in this devotion, Jesus walks into the synagogue and he does read this text from Isaiah and he says, it has happened now. And, and so that's good news for us because we are in the day that all the old things are being made new. We, we live in the day past Jesus. Um, and Jesus says, I've come to do all these things. So that's good news for us. But there's also the question of will we allow Christ to do the work in our lives? So many times we try to do the work in our own lives. And there's also the sobering reality that that, that day in Nazareth, as Dan Boone says, there weren't many takers. In fact, at the beginning when he said this, everyone spoke well of him. But here was the problem. Jesus started to include people outside of their circle. Jesus started to talk about the Gentiles. The Gentiles who were not righteous, who were not holy in the eyes of the Jewish people. And he began to talk about this stuff happening in their lives too. And so here's the deal. It's not just about a, a whole new way of living for us, but it's also for those that maybe we don't really like very much. And when that new way came to the Gentiles, when Jesus said it's for them too, the hometown crowd wanted to throw him off a cliff. So here's the good news. Jesus has come to bring us joy. Jesus is the suffering servant. He suffered on Calvary, on a cross. Jesus has brought new life. Jesus can make us new. Jesus can give us that makeover that Dan Boone talks about in this little devotion. But it's not just for us. It's for the entire world, for all who will receive it. And if that makes you mad, then maybe that's your problem. Maybe what Jesus is saying to us is this new way of life is open to all. And part of it is being humble enough to receive it and not expecting that somehow you deserve it. Uh, and so today I hope we will understand in this Advent season that the joy that Jesus brings is available to all of us. And it's available to the person that frustrates you the most in this world. And it's available to the people that maybe you think for some reason, don't deserve it. But the good news is available to all of us. The question is, will we allow God to do the work in our life that we have tried to do and failed to do miserably? Will we instead trust God to make us new, to change us, as we often say in the church, from the inside out, to change our hearts and thereby, eventually, our actions? It's good news today. It's not just good news for me. It's not just good news for you. It's good news for the whole world. And I hope we can see that and we can celebrate that Christ has come to set us all free. And so whatever I would want for myself, I also should want for my neighbor. So today as you go, I hope you will first of all receive this new life of Christ. Receive the garland instead of ashes. Receive uh, the new work the transformation of your heart. But I hope you also would share the good news with everyone around you because Christ has come to set us all free, 
to give us all hope, to give us all joy at this Christmas season by being that suffering service servant, by laying down his life, and by taking it back up again, offering us new resurrection life as well. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor, rate us on iTunes, or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.